0: What up, party people? This is digital, digital. Get down, get down.
1: Hello, hello. We are back after, once again, a bit of a hiatus. Um, It's going to become the
0: norm. We're just going to embrace it. We're going to try out some new format today. Physical, for me. This is the first time I've ever podcasted lying down in Shavasana. You're
1: not in Shavasana. That's on your back.
0: Okay. Um, I could do that.
1: (laughs) And we are going to... Try out something a little new since we have uh, a longer time between podcasts than when we first started this show. Less many time
0: long, in a in a given day.
1: Many moons ago, before mm-hmm. children and etc. Well, child, I suppose. Um, we were
0: just podcasting all the time. We were crushing we it. Were. We every were every week pumping them out.
1: Every week we were podcasting. My God. Now um, it's just going to gonna be the norm i think that it's just a little bit chaotic it's just a surprise just just
0: three minute podcasts we just in different spurts of the day up into your phone yep
1: at random times Yep. it's just like a surprise album drop that's exactly
0: right that's how everyone should feel at home yes Mm -hmm. just a
1: surprise drop of new content for you right into your ear holes okay
0: Yep. um don't you dare speed us up you do point (laughs) you do point eight we talk too fast
1: uh yeah i don't know the fastest like i'm i feel like my brain moves pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and the fastest i can listen to a book is maybe 1.5 if it's middle grade okay if it's middle grade because people listen to on double speed
0: That's like chipmunks i
1: don't know how my brain Mm. would hurt um anyways so Mm. since we've been gone since we've been gone Mm. um We went to Disney World? I feel like I should let you have a Disney rant because we went to both Disney on Ice and Disney World in Orlando, Uh and I feel like you have feelings about it. Do you have any Disney, um, like, hot takes for us?
0: About Disney World proper?
1: Just Disney in general. I feel like you have just been a little bit disillusioned from the magic of Disney recently. Yeah. Um, And I didn't know if you had anything you wanted to share with the class.
0: Um... My biggest gripe with Magic Kingdom is how many freaking steps it takes to get there. Yep. I was just exhausted by the time we finally got to the yep. actual gate. You've already done your ticket gate, you've done your parking gate, you've done your tram gate, you've done your boat gate, you've done your, your SkyRail monorail gate, and then you're at the gate gate.
1: And even then you then have to like walk down all of Main Street, which is like atmospheric and nice, but it was like so busy that we couldn't even like stop and enjoy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. have too much I don't have too much comedy to do for this, but it was it reminded me of going to the Harry Potter land like mm-hmm. the second and the third times where it was just like, okay, I see ha- I see yeah. how this could be special for certain people. I see how the lines might not bother certain people. But even the uh the employees or whatever they call them, the cast members, like they were trying, but some of them were phoning it in and it was just like no one really wanted to be there yeah I don't know. I we got a free sweatshirt off the ground, so i'm I'm never gonna complain, <laughs> but
1: I think he's not kidding. Um, I think you have to like suspend your disbelief to some extent, like suspend your capitalism viewing. like you have to put hmm. on your your ears literally hmm. um, and just see the magic and like
0: purposely okay overcome. I got one. Okay. um the fact that that things inside Disney World had to be sponsored by Pandora Jewelry. That one really pissed me off. <laughs> it said us lighting up these lights for five minutes was presented by Pandora. The company
1: sponsoring the company sponsoring the company. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was like when you're sitting there you're like, oh, it's not magic. It's actually just lights that happen on a timer every day at this time. No humans are even getting any sort of creative satisfaction out of this. It's just literally a machine that chugs and chugs and chugs. And it chugs and vomits all over downtown Disney, which is an appalling stretch of of real estate. That's my
1: biggest thought. Is I used to love the old, slightly shitty downtown Disney, and now that it's called Disney Springs, it's so pretentious and it was so busy. I couldn't even find a fucking bathroom, and it like everything had a line. Like the stores had line. You had to wait in line to go into the store to spend your money. Right. And this is this was the off season. We went in January, which is supposedly Mm -hmm. like the least busy time of the whole year. And it was so overwhelmingly busy. And I know that, like, my tolerance for crowds has very much vastly diminished after covid and everything like Mm -hmm. i I, i'm definitely more antsy in crowds now especially when we have our kid with us but man and oh my god the parking
0: lots everywhere you go if you don't have if you're not the right person you're not allowed to park there oh you don't have a reservation here no we wanted to go
1: like walk around some of the like resorts that have like are you staying at a different resort no
0: oh get out of here we had
1: to try like three different places and like Not lie to somebody, but, like, kind of sweet-talk a guard into letting Mm -hmm. us park to then go spend our money on, like, an $8 cupcake for the children. Yeah. Um,
0: Even to get into our Airbnb had to be a gated community. I don't know what to say about you, Florida. I just don't know.
1: I think my biggest take in terms of Disney World, I still really enjoyed it. I still am a sucker for the Disney World magic. But I have realized that I like more of the pre-J.K. Rowling being a turf. I don't want to give her any more money or anything. But the Harry Potter world, like, immersiveness of it mm-hmm. is, I think, as an adult, what I like more. Like, to, to be able to, like... It's, like, the escapism of it, of mm-hmm. being able to, like, feel like you're in the story or in... That's why I like Epcot, because it's all, like, every section in a you can, like,
0: country. pretend
1: you're in a different country, mm-hmm. and it's, it's all, like, that kind of theming. Magic Kingdom fell a little flat for me in that aspect, because it's so much of, like, the old Disney stuff that it's just... It kind of banks on you having nostalgia for specific disjointed rides on mm-hmm. un- unconnected rides do you know what i mean gotcha like,
0: yeah i was gonna say it, it pulls me out of it because i had to make sure my child wasn't like falling to his death but, like, every two Tomorrowland
1: seconds tomorrow isn't i don't sit at home going i wish i could visit Tomorrowland. yeah like whereas epcot or i haven't been to animal kingdom in a long time but animal kingdom tries to immerse you more even mgm studios hollywood studios whatever sure. is meant to be like you're on a a movie set and right. then they have Star Wars World and Toy Story World now so I think they're moving more towards that immersive escapism thing but Magic Kingdom to me it just felt like jumping from ride to ride to ride
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I like some of the rides mm-hmm. but um, the I, I was when I was thinking of going I was thinking oh our kids going to love the rides I like some of the rides at Disney I have good memories from them and I was actually more excited and found myself feeling the magic more with the parades mm-hmm. and the fireworks and sure. like That kind of stuff that I wasn't necessarily, like, thinking of going. I wasn't like, I can't wait to see a parade. Yeah. But that was actually more exciting to me, I think, was, like, the the characters. And and the fireworks show was very good. They had Max from a
0: Goofy movie in that second parade we saw. That was the highlight for me. But it was like, come on, give the guy a solo. Like, play the music now. Get, uh, what's his face out here with him? Powerline power line. Thank you.
1: No, they just had that one, like, we're all in this together kind of song. I forget Mm -hmm. what the song was. Oh, it was was, a great pop.
0: Disney Show on Ice, I would go I'd go, like, 320 days out of the year, I would say.
1: Disney on Ice was, I felt more magic at Disney on Ice, I think, Mm -hmm. than at Disney World. Maybe that's controversial And just, like,
0: reinforced how much you hate Tangled, though. I love how much you hate Tangled. I dislike
1: Tangled. It is so underwhelming for me. I just think if, they ha- if this comes out, I would like it to know that this was first on this podcast mm. on February 20th at one twenty two p.m. Eastern Time. Um, adult Disney on Ice. They already have... Yeah, she has
0: this dream of them, like, they already stripping down listen, and, like, no, licking not, each not other. not
1: like a burlesque <laughs> show. I just mean, the thing I didn't enjoy about Disney on Ice was, like, all of, like, the screaming children everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like the kids didn't even appreciate the jumps and things the skaters were doing i want the like acrobatics an, a, like an after dark like a, an adult again it sounds like i'm yeah, making this na- want, nasty yeah. i'm not what? i just mean like nipples there's like a 10 a.m and a 2 p.m show for children mm-hmm. i would like there to be like a 7 p.m showing they already have the actors and everything i don't want like mickey coming out and emceeing and all that no I want to skip that part Skip the bubbles yeah. And whatever And I want just Like the Costumes and the song. Raw Raunchy skating Just Not raunchy I just want like Adults could go Without having Like there are plenty Of adults that love Disney mm-hmm. And don't have children You want
0: Griblets on ice From
1: Kind of <laughs> I just If you were an adult Blades That didn't have a child You would have felt Very out of place At Disney oh, yeah. on ice Even though The movies right. they a were demographic The movies yeah. they were showing the The yeah. movies they were
0: Reenacting, reenacting,
1: are ones from our childhood. Yeah. And yet, if you were our age and childless, like that wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. Also, it would be so easy to have Disney-themed alcohol drinks, and you would make a fortune. Oh yeah, a fortune. All right, I think that's enough on the Disney. I think we also
0: got to touch on our other amusement park we went to yesterday, though Fun Spot, the largest arcade in the world. Terrifying.
1: I did not enjoy this it. This girl over
0: here acted like she hated it at first, and then was on the ground scrounging for tokens, chucking them into machines. That? Addicted. This is why I can't take her to the casino. That's why apparently. I can't go to the casino. I'm mm-hmm. aware of that. Mm-hmm. That
1: I get a, that I that I get too addicted to like just one more. I'm too competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I won a couple jackpots though, enough to like make myself feel good. I got the yep. 100 on like the ski shoot one, or not yep. skiing the other one, the wheel one. Same thing. Yeah. And. Um, I somehow like hacked the um alligator whack em game mm-hmm. to get a to get like a jackpot too. So i, I hadn't I seen had that enough happy wins. in a while. I had enough wins. I hacked it. I hacked it. It is a weird uh hobby of mine though to like find f- at arcade at arcades so it's, it's like dirty. slightly dark, everyone's just very chaotic. There's always either tickets. I found, I found uh, multiple sets and we won't, of tickets on the I won't let her tell car. a whole story. She
0: told me like a 35-minute story about how she used to go scrounging for loose change at... At
1: Canopy late. At
0: Lesser great Amusement Parks.
1: It was fun for us. <laughs> um, I f- sound like fucking Oliver Twist, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did not enjoy it. I'd never been there before, and it was dirty and chaotic, <laughs> and I just didn't... I didn't know where to go. And all the types of machines I wanted were scattered everywhere. I like that. Have you been to the Hooks at one?
0: Oh, Hooks at one! I had like eight, eight out of twelve birthdays. Yeah, right to stretch at. Yeah, that's
1: the type of arcade I like.
0: Yeah, it's that's a easy white person arcade. To get
1: between the machines, there's a couple of like little like roller coaster rides, but that's it. Mm-hmm. It's fun, so I did not Laser like tag. how everything was all shoved into one area. I did not enjoy.
0: it. All right, let's get into this new format, babe. Okay. We're, at, we're at eleven um, minutes in.
1: We're gonna start with some newses. Yeah. I have just um a neutral news, which okay. I don't usually have. Did you hear about the primary stuff?
0: Uh, it's no longer New Hampshire.
1: South Carolina's gonna have the first primary? Mm. Who gets to vote Could on it? not that? care
0: less. I assume the party party elite. I'm
1: fairly neutral to it. I just don't really understand okay, I understand the reasoning of like New Hampshire is like one of the least diverse states. Mm. So letting them like set the tone is sure. maybe not fair to the demographics of the greater country, but it just seems like a weird thing to change at this point, and mm. I wonder what New Hampshire's going to do. Dick um,
0: notches, um, tourism board is like must be freaking out. Yeah.
1: Um, good news. You,
0: you can do your noses first, by the way. I'm glad we discussed okay. that ahead of time.
1: Um, Do you want bad news or good news?
0: Good news. Okay. Some good news, please, um, John. Bridgerton? Yeah, cancelled.
1: No. The next best thing there will mm. be no Daphne in season three. My
0: lord. No Daphne. Your in Grace. Season three. Did I say them right that time? Yes. All
1: right. No Daphne in season three. Okay. I fucking hate her. No nipples. I did not like her, like her act. Like, no offense to that actress. I just didn't... I the could carriage, never see her the in that role. She looks like she's 13 years old and to me. And I know that they nobility married younger around. back then, but I didn't like but her. Because she
0: still didn't know what sex was. And
1: then the second one, she was like all swarmy. And she looked still looked like she was 14, but she was like, I know what sex is. <laughs> um. So that's one of my good news is, is that okay. i can watch season three without her face awesome um and my other good news um is about dr dre
0: okay oh yeah he's suing
1: marjorie taylor Greene.
0: right for using his but his um
1: oh, of course i wrote screen- screenshot on the ipad i don't have my ipad but mm-hmm. the actual letter is worth looking at <laughs> oh up. yeah, yeah no, the actual that. letter um was very funny and um,
0: folks where else can you get this kind of these kind of updates about like very small news stories that happened like about three ago. or six weeks ago like <laughs> okay your turn oh um i was gonna ask you for your review of uh nba saturday night oh you okay. missed the three-point contest i fortunately missed the skills competition i heard that was really lame uh you came in right on time. around the
1: world is that still one
0: the three-point contest, you go around the world, but yeah. you don't, like, stop if you miss or something like that. Oh. It's just 30 so shots. So, back
1: in my the day of my basketball career, uh-huh. the skills day was one of the more fun days. <laughs> my dad would arrange it, mm-hmm. and I liked the around-the-world contest. Mm-hmm. I was pretty good at that one. Um, what am I the least good at, though? Layups. Yes, you had to do a layup, so the... There was, um, like a a dribbling obstacle course thing that you had to do, but then one of them you just had to do a full court layup.
0: (laughs) I hope there's video (laughs) of that. I
1: hope not. Um, so, but you had to compete in all of the, the of events. Of course, yeah. So I liked every single other part of it, and I freaking hated. I can't do it. I still, to this day, struggle with what I can't get off Just, the correct foot. It was the same issue I'm with the high jump. am glad you turned
0: my, in, my news into In a Junior Olympics, all the high you.
1: jump, I could never figure mm-hmm. out what foot to jump off of. I'm not a natural jumper.
0: Um, Unlike Oh, Mac McClung.
1: Yeah, the little leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of good zings. While watching I can't that. remember the
0: last time I turned on a random Like sports thing And you actually like You actually paid attention
1: Um Well the biggest uh, Take of this land dunk contest You're like hey what,
0: What's this you got on What's yeah. going on here Oh my John Mulaney
1: <laughs> Um I think I'm pretty good At like having Sports takes Even when mm-hmm. I don't really know What's going on mm-hmm. I think I've watched Enough sports and I've played enough sports that I can, like, make a few intelligent comments. I used to do that when we went to the Patriots games. I would have, like, one true. bit of Patriots news. Yeah. And I would, like, have a little, you know, 30-second stump speech about it. And yep. then everyone would be like, wow, she's really knowledgeable about sports. But it was just, mm-hmm. like, the one thing. Um, I just think with the slam dunk contest, it's for, like, the viewers at home, like me. Yep. Not necessarily like me, but, like, who are doing play viewers. basketball. Mm-hmm. Like the Olympics, right? hmm this, I don't care, like, how difficult it is if it looks boring.
0: Correct. The guy who just kept putting his elbow in, not even that gracefully, and he was getting decent scores, and it was like, no, there's no entertainment I value to that, that, that at, at all.
1: Yes, exactly. It's all about the entertainment value. I also, they yeah. televise it. So, Mac Miller, whatever his name is, McClung, yeah. Um, had just both this skill, because he's very small mm-hmm. and white, mm-hmm. and then the... Like showmanship, showmanship the the combo of the two yeah was very impressive hence
0: the perfect scores
1: hence the perfect scores and i read his whole wikipedia page when's the last time i cared about a yep. random sports person g leaguer b leaguer g spotter what's, <laughs> what's it what's it yeah
0: you're right it's g spotter <laughs> brought to you by gatorade
1: <laughs> that'd be a good one um is that your good news
0: um Mac i think that was my good news i i've basically given up on cable i decided that I'm not gonna waste money on like a a YouTube TV or anything when we're uh, when we're in our new establishment. Cause there's just like literally nothing on. No. It's just the office and friends and the Big Bang Theory is all that's on.
1: Or like bad. Expanded cables.
0: Not even even the movies on Pluto have been better than the yeah. movies on the well, our
1: kid like likes all the free sensical kid sense yeah. like free apps.
0: So anyway. sports is obviously the one exception and I was just like, Oh, this is gonna be terrible. Like I tried to watch the hockey all star uh, special events, and they were having them golf with hockey sticks, like Happy Gilmore, and it was just awful. Yeah. And so creepy. this, I was like, had, the three point contest is always meant to me. Like, there's not that much drama really involved. Like, some guys are either like hot or Don't not. They did the countdown? Yeah.
1: I, I I still like that one, but that's cause I like that uh, myself. Yeah. Around the world.
0: And yeah, perfect. This is an audio only podcast.
1: You know that part in Good Will Hunting where she's like, swish, yeah, jump shot. That's me right now.
0: Um, Let and so. Her. I was like, hey, I'll stay up for the dunk contest. Like, a lot of people, like, are really vocal about how awful it's been in past Mm -hmm. years. And I'm like, as long as they actually get their dunk in, like, the worst ones are when they give them 90 seconds and they can't even dunk one time. They end up just doing, like, a... A layup, Where they basically do all the showmanship,
1: and then they like yeah. don't even get to the hoop.
0: So, anyways, it was good enough. They kept saying, "Max, save this whole contest for, for the next this decade or true. something." Not Probably true, not the true. decade,
1: but just the team. Um, it would have been so boring without.
0: Apparently, the actual All Star game last night was atrocious. It, the final score was like 180 something to 170 something, and I saw the headline that Jason Tatum from the Celtics scored 50 some odd points and won the MVP, and I was like wow that's amazing and then you see the actual score and yeah. apparently nobody played defense the entire time
1: it was just and even the derby. coach
0: of the winning team said that was the worst basketball game i've ever seen
1: they were just letting each other do fancy yeah. shots and stuff
0: um i grew up huge fan of mr glenn rice who had an epic epic all-star performance where he outshined michael jordan that day and it's like still like one of my favorite sports memories so i'm annoyed when events like that like, lose their luster. Yeah. And I think it's funny now because, like, the Pro Bowl for football has always been awful. The hockey all-star game no one ever cares MLB, about. MLB,
1: they had to do the, like, who gets the World Series thing because right. nobody cared about But now stakes. I
0: think baseball has the most interesting game. Like, the pitchers actually try to some degree. They mm-hmm. don't, you know, they don't, not gonna look look to hurt their arms, but they... Pitch yeah and the hitters are Swinging you know they don't have to do the Home run derby if they think that's going to screw up their Swing yeah. but I think baseball For being called like the most boring Sport in today's Modern age I think actually has the best Weekend or not it's not a weekend but the best um, Break week or whatever. Expo of stuff mm. yeah
1: I will always remember going to the 98 <sighs> 99
0: going to the parking Lot like before the game what? You didn't go to the actual game 1998 we went Griffey, to the mark mcguire we went the, to the um, like fan day fan the yeah. fan
1: expo thing where like you could take like pictures with the jerseys and they had some of like the really minor people that you could meet and mm-hmm. they had like fun events like they had like a pitching like it would like take your like um speed speed mm-hmm. and uh that was really fun my dad got tickets somehow through somebody he knew mm. and it was really fun um all right baseball's still the only one i would like Choose to pay for sure. Um, may, first of all, just like content, uh, uh qu- quantity, yeah, mount, yeah, quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. You Get a lot of games, but also just like it's to me that's like summer, like just it's nice out and you put the game on in the background. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Anyways, my other bad news is I'll try to make this quick. Oh, oh speaking of Disney, mm. the Splash Mountain backlash is just oh. ridiculous. I was so glad we weren't there. The the
0: What's the backlash to the decision to shut it down and redo yes, it? Yes,
1: people are freaking out Got that it's it. their beloved um, ride. It's, it's gonna not be that the great same ride. fucking ride. Mm-hmm. They're not changing. They're not demolishing it. <laughs> they're literally just going in and taking some of the little animatronics off and putting different animatronics on. Mm-hmm. Like it's you're gonna be in the same boats on the same little river. It's thing. just
0: a log flume. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it's still gonna be a log flume. They're just taking out the racist slave catching uh, storyline. I.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: no you cannot tell me people actually like brer whatever mm-hmm. like and have shirts of it no it's gonna be the same fucking ride um, so it was very annoying to me I was just very glad we were almost there that day accidentally mm. that they were that was the last day it was like three days after we were there mm-hmm. and the, the the um line was like five hours long to get in it was stupid mm. oh boy I could do a minute about the app too oh the, god Everyone just looks at their phones the whole day Trying to figure out like the queue for the next one yeah, It was awful And as soon as it's a low queue Like a low waiting time It then gets huge because then everyone goes to that ride
0: Yeah I Stupid. miss the days when you would just like give side eye At the fast lane people and be like Wow look at these rich hoity toity people And now it's like well you the don't have the genie pass? pass Then what are you even doing here yeah. Are you just going to go on the carousel all day Yeah. Um, yes I am
1: our kid would have been fine with the carousel all day although I, I did i just have to tell the story real quick that i abandoned my child and mm-hmm. went on space mountain it was closed most of the afternoon and our brother-in-law who had never been to disney before was very overwhelmed i think by disney mm-hmm. he grew up in tanzania um we were waiting for dinner and your mom was with um the kids and S- speed up the story yeah. anyway
0: it was closed, I happened the to rat open. I happened to check
1: the app. It said only a 10-minute mm-hmm. wait. So I said, hey, brother-in-law, do you like roller coasters? He was like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, let's go. So we just like left There's our children. There's nothing you love
0: more than like half forcing someone to do something that they...
1: Like, impulsively.
0: 50% might hate. Like, you love that risk.
1: Kind of, of You're either going to rebel in them being
0: you. like oh my god I can't believe you made me do that I hated it but you're also kind of like I know they're going to love it
1: And like a low stakes impulse decision too It wasn't like yeah. let's like go fly somewhere on a trip It was like let's just run across That would have been
0: weird if you went with your brother-in-law <laughs>
1: I just mean like
0: Okay any more news
1: We went on Space Mountain he loved it He laughed the whole time which was hilarious It's an hilarious. overrated
0: ride it's okay
1: Still my favorite roller coaster It's overrated Um, One of my favorites Hulk at Universal is my other favorite Ugh. Love that one um I made Sharon go on at that time and that was another time when she like didn't really like, go, yeah, go it. on it. and I was like come on. Um Colleen Hoover. Hate all her books. I've mm-hmm. read one book of hers. It was one of the worst books I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I am very I upset if I read that one. And you definitely did not. No. I would not have let you read it. It was a while ago. Why I read one? Before. It was like I'm thinking brave. of the of
0: Courtney Summers or whatever. No,
1: I like some of her books. Colleen Hoover. Um it, most of her things are like trauma porn literally. It ends with us. Like abusive relationships. Ugly being love. Like this is the one I've read. Yeah. Maybe someday. It was one of her older it's ones I read it like reviews. even before Bookstagrams. Fucking terrible.
0: Never read any of her
1: books. They came out with a coloring book to accompany one of her books. I think it's This Ends With Us. Uh-huh. And it's like a a domestic abuse thriller hmm. and they made a coloring an adult coloring book it's for a it. Good choice. It got pulled. Because people were like, the fuck, what are you doing? But just ridiculous. Um, the AP African-American studies thing. Mm-hmm. Did you look at that?
0: I saw the headline, didn't click it.
1: Florida basically said, we're not going to teach those thing, that, that course. We're not going to offer it in Florida because you included some queer people and whatever. Right. And intersectionality and whatever. And so the AP... Um, College board people, like, caved and said, fine, we'll take some of it out. Yeah. And then you go to come to find out later they already knew Florida was going to do that and had made already, like, a watered-down version of it just in case that happened. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, and speaking of Florida, did you see the thing about the, the high school girls supposed to, like, submit their menstruation information yeah. to the school? That's disgusting for a number of levels. Just horrific. I don't know if that got pulled yet or not, but it's uh, just horrific.
0: Um...
1: Did we already talk about Taylor Swift?
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay.
1: Um, I guess we'll save that. Um, are we going to go back and watch Witcher ever, especially now that Liam Hemsworth is stepping in? It's on
0: my watch list for on-screen digits.
1: Are we going to keep watching it even when... Um,
0: Ka- Cavill, Cavill disappears? disappears? I don't know. And I they just kind of do a magic... to you,
1: Okay. Um, I
0: mean, with that universe, you can explain it away in a lot of ways, yeah. I'm Yeah. Sure.
1: Um, okay, so...
0: 25 minutes in. <laughs> Intros are done.
1: Intro and news are done. Kay. Check and check. Um.
0: Large book you have read now.
1: Longer <laughs> okay. book segment. So we are going to talk about a book. Mm-hmm. Um. Joint book. A joint book that we listen to together. Usually we walk, we read yep. a book separately and then come and talk about it. We experience this book together. That is how it normally works, yeah.
0: It's true. Uh, I
1: was not reading it over your shoulder. We, mm-hmm. It was an audio book. Um. We've both kind of accidentally gotten more into audiobooks. Yeah. You were listening to audiobooks while you walked at lunchtime mm-hmm. until our child decided to turn into a gremlin who doesn't yeah. sleep. And I've started listening to them because our child is a gremlin who doesn't sleep mm-hmm. while he's...
0: That was a nice play play yeah thing.
1: So I've been listening to them while I have to sit with him for hours until he falls mm-hmm. asleep. So, um... Neither of us, I think, is a big audiobook fan. Neither of us would claim to... Like, I love audiobooks. No, I hate them. Um, I think we I talked really about like last
0: time and that nonfiction is really my my lane, which segues well I've into this. I've
1: started to re-listen to Stamped from the Beginning, which we started... We read the first segment <laughs> you of You might it. say
0: you're stamped from the middle, then?
1: Yeah, stamped from, like, part two. Um, so I've restarted that as a, as a nonfiction one that I'm listening to. Yeah. I've also kind of accidentally been really enjoying listening to some of my old favorites on audiobooks i you think have, yeah. my actual enjoyment for audiobooks is like for rereads it's like almost like you're reading it again for the first time but I could not see that i could see that it's 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 you're experiencing it in a different format yeah. but it's the same story that you like right so i've been
0: gary's still fat in all those
1: books <laughs> yes i've been listening to um my favorite Tamara pierce like tortell books Mm -hmm. i finished the alana series which i really liked on audio i'm working my way through the immortal series which is my favorite book series of them not my favorite on audiobooks so far Mm. i have thoughts about full cast audio and thoughts about authors versus like voice actors reading it but we are on my favorite of the quartet so i'm enjoying that one
0: Mm -hmm. Um, wild magic dane
1: Emperor Mage is the one that... Wild Magic is the first one. Yeah. Um,
0: did I stutter? So. We're talking about... We're talking
1: about Anthropocene Reviewed. I can't
0: really say that word, so By I'll John Green. It. Yes.
1: It is one that I had seen tons of people reading and saying you had to read it and that you had to listen on audio. Mm-hmm. This is an example of an author who was, does a great job reading it.
0: He did a very good job. I um, say, so yeah. I
1: think probably because it's memoir-based, it was... Memoir-ish Correct It was more memoir-ish Than I expected actually mm-hmm. um, But I think that's a little different Than an author Reading their own Fictional books I mean But he he does mm-hmm. like
0: mm-hmm.
1: All his YouTube videos And podcasting and stuff So he definitely has I was gonna
0: like say My first um, thought On this whole book Is that It It comes off Like a podcast mm-hmm. Like different chapters Episodic. of it, Yeah episodes of a podcast um, Which I, I couldn't really gather From some of the Side comments he made It sounds like He does rate Random things as part of his podcast or videos? I don't know.
1: I don't consume a ton of the Green yeah. Brothers content. Um, I mean, they did. we talked about Lizzie Bennett Diaries on here, I think, and mm. that's uh, Hank Green.
0: Okay. So, anyways, I think that it was kind of set up, for sure, for the format, and I think it worked really well. Um, but, yeah.
1: Um, I... Enjoyed it overall I think similar like you said to a podcast Mm -hmm. There were some sections that I liked And related to more than others It was a little bit uneven for me
0: We both gave it B pluses on book digits Um I Deep down I wish that like this book Was like like in a different non-covid universe like mm. i felt like he forced himself to keep coming back to that as the thesis and it's just i don't think i'm ever going to like want to read covid fiction like i know there's been movies that are like set yeah. in it already there's so you think
1: he kind of shoehorned it into a covid narrative
0: not even shoehorned i think it i think he accomplished his goal it just didn't it wasn't for me because i don't i don't want to hear big uh you know big thematic you know summaries yeah. of how what our generation is like it just doesn't do it for me while I'm in it still
1: Yeah I I'm feeling like that about um the current one of the current books I'm reading um Michelle Obama's newer book mm-hmm. I'm liking it more than I expected The Light We Carry mm-hmm. um it's more of a self-help book than I expected which I like I was afraid it was going to just be similar to her first book which was fine but like kind of over an overly long memoir mm-hmm. this is much more like a self-help book and it's working for me so far Mm. um i didn't really like untamed by glennon doyle which is one everyone Mm -hmm. or a lot of people talk about
0: your feelings about Um, that before
1: it has similar vibes to that as like
0: uh an adult she's not leaving barack
1: no, oh. uh, similar vibes in terms of like the self-help thing, where it's like find your inner strength. And, sure, but but it's actually working for me for the most part. There I was like just said, we have
0: to manifest. I can't tell if he was if it's a religious thing or what he means by no, it. No, manifest
1: is you just picture mm. very deeply, like daydream, like picture exactly what you want to happen and like will it into being.
0: I really, you could really tell that worked for him. Like anybody else who like wasn't mentally prepared for it, would I have just crumbled. Missed a single shot. No, and he had like some intimidating folks around, you know, participating yes. and watching, and like he just didn't didn't faze him at all. It seemed like.
1: Um, but th- there is a. Whole I give the
0: NBA slam dunk contest four and a half stars. Um,
1: that was pretty good. Right? That's pretty good. And people always say you look like John Green. Yeah. <sighs> so.
0: In my glasses days.
1: Yeah, in your glasses days. Um, Michelle Obama's book, more recent book, has a lot of pandemic, um, like looking back at what's the word we're both stru- we're both missing here. Like, looking back at something and, like, analyzing it. Mm. Um, anyways, mm. she has some of that, too, of, like, back when I uh, the pandemic, she had a whole section about knitting,
0: which yeah.
1: I agree with it to some point because I have gotten myself some weird hands-on hobbies. I've been doing needlework as if I'm in a Jane Austen novel. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate her point that sometimes when things feel so big, like, go do something small that feels that's tangible and you feel like you're accomplishing something mm-hmm. but I did not really enjoy it in the uh, context of the pandemic because again it. she's like talking about like well when the world ended in the pandemic and this and that and, and I get it she was specifically talking about like that moment that we all felt Tom Hanks day as you said mm-hmm. and like the beginning of the pandemic when nobody really knew what to do. So she was specifically talking about that moment. She wasn't um, trying to, like, summarize the pandemic as a whole. Um, Yeah. But I still struggled a little bit. Like, I'm still not ready to read
0: about that. Like, so, yeah, my feelings on the John Green stuff, like, I just almost wish, like, he had so much whimsy and, like, Mm -hmm. random uh, clever bits and like and I you'd think be
1: crying about the pandemic five seconds later. right
0: and like some of them like I just want you I just want you to tell me what you like and don't like about Dr. Pepper like you don't yeah. have to take it three You'll steps further it. you can do two steps that's fine but like you know he was overthinking all these things, which was kind of the gimmick which so is it's the fine. whole point
1: is that he overthinks things.
0: But. yeah, right. I think our other biggest takeaway was when he got really personal and raw in terms of his what was the most disturbing bits the signing the books for no reason in yes. the basement.
1: There was a couple things that I was like, John, my friend, you should not have shared that. That's <laughs> a li- This is like a therapy conversation. This is like one step too intimate yeah. or too... Um, not even embarrassing, but just like... That he
0: would practice his 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 autograph in the basement even though they already had like yeah, the one they... just... Yeah. Which,
1: again, I understood it. I knew yeah. what he was saying, but it's like not something you would admit to people, John. Right. But he was being very open and honest. I appreciate that.
0: The other part that shocked us was... Um, what was it
1: nascar right how much he loved the 800 yeah like things i didn't like wrestling was that the other thing he was saying that he liked or something Um, like that
0: i don't think so i mean we knew he liked soccer so you had to sit through some premier league stuff which is fine um but yeah nascar and he you know was very open about uh about you know its negative you know aspects but he was just such a sucker for the community community vibe for it but
1: I think my my other thought about this was... I don't really remember ten of the specific segments, honestly.
0: It's it up was a, couple.
1: a very good book to listen to for a road trip. I would highly mm-hmm. recommend it for a road trip. Sometimes listening to audiobooks on a road trip, like, you can't... For me, at least, I can't listen to, like, 10 hours of an audiobook in a row on a road yeah. trip. Like, I need to just, like, switch it up a little bit. This one, like, felt like you were switching it up. Oh, yeah. Because every... 10 to 20 minutes. Oh, the
0: scratch and sniff one was a little bit creepy too. How often he's still scratch and sniffed his old.
1: Um, This one, because like every 10 to 20 minutes you skip to a different segment. It was almost like you said, episodic. So it didn't, I didn't get tired of listening to it when we were on the road trip. When we were back home listening to it, when I was kind of like half focused on something else, Mm -hmm. I struggled a little bit more to like get into it or follow it. Mm -hmm. I think it is one that you really have to like, when I'm at home, I like to listen to audiobooks while I'm cleaning or yeah. um, cooking or watching my son play with trucks for the 11 millionth time. Um, and I felt like I didn't really get sucked into it as much. I mm-hmm. don't know if it was just the topics, or but I think a decent amount was the setting. I think this is an audiobook that you kind of have to like just sit down and listen to it as your activity, mm-hmm. which is why I was really good for the road.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had really good takes on things like Velociraptors and what... Mm-hmm. Um, what Jurassic Park did to that. I was gonna
1: say the piggly wiggly. I was oh, yeah. I, I I do like I'm someone who likes learning and likes sciencey stuff. So yeah. some of the ones where he was like explaining things yeah. um, I found very interesting. And
0: geese Which makes sense um. with
1: um crash course which is mainly hank's his brother's thing i think Got but it. crash course um videos i used a lot when i was teaching oh it
0: was the academic decathlon and talking about how much he smoked in his high school days that was also oh, that
1: was the weird one yeah
0: um penguins of madagascar that one was interesting i don't know if i've ever seen that movie but now i want to see that opening scene uh the yips that one was okay auld lang syne like way more than i ever thought i needed to know about <laughs> that song um, he talked a lot about cutting grass. Like he, he really connected with people as like a uh, a stay-at-home dad who writes on the side. Like yeah. he had a very very domestic uh, opinion of things. Monopoly, Super Mario Kart, those ones were okay. Yeah. You did not like the circle drawings one when you actually looked at them.
1: No, I found it very off-putting.
0: Yeah, very but then he creepy. had yeah viral meningitis and plague back to back. It was too much at that point of that kind of stuff. You love saying wintry mix. Mm,
1: I was excited. about uh,
0: that. The Iceland one, that one was kind of funny. Um,
1: yes. So yeah. So yeah, I think some segments were stronger than others. Some, uh, as is natural, some segments. When he like, got to, to the bits others. about
0: you know his time as the chaplain in the in the hospitals those were brutal
1: so really the tone is all over the place there's something for everyone i would say there's some more just like quirky witty ones Mm -hmm. there's some that go a little bit deeper and are more intimate and more emotional Mm -hmm. um but i i enjoyed it it was not like an a plus for me like some parts just didn't quite land for me but overall i think it was a very like i said good one to listen to in the car and a good one for like people with different tastes to listen to, I think, like, no matter who's listening to it, I think it's very unlikely you're going to hate it. Yeah. I think everyone can kind of take away something from it.
0: All right, so then we're doing quick recap of any other books we've read recently, loved or hated.
1: Yeah, so um, since it's been a minute, um, I've been reading a lot, probably too much, and um, we're going to do just a quick recap of, like, standout books from the last yeah. um, couple weeks or last month. Um, for me... Most of mine are in January. I haven't actually read that much this month. Um, I read another James Baldwin, kind of on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. I need to read more of his stuff because every time I read it, I'm just blown away by his writing. He might be my favorite writer in terms of, like, writing quality. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, and this one was fiction, too. I don't think I'd actually read, like, a long, fic- a long like, a fictional novel of his. Yeah. I read If Field Street Could Talk. Um, and I want you to read that one sometime. Sure. Um... The Seed Keeper. It's another one I put in your pile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I don't want to. I don't want to like say that all Native American literature is the same, but it's gave me similar vibes to this to um, Breeding Sweetgrass, in right. terms of um, the content of it and the, the way they talked about um, Native relationship with the land and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was fictionalized and a novel. And um, I really like that. It. I want you to read it. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like it too. Um, Nettle and Bone was a new favorite fantasy of mine. I have a bookstore friend who's been. How many books to do we have
0: ampersand bone at this point in time? I know. Um,
1: that's, I think, why this one just. Didn't I'm going to write Bone and Bone. <laughs> bone on bone on bone. Um, I have read some graphic novels because I've discovered while well, my kid is playing at story time and I don't feel like being social. Mum um, hacks. read a graphic novel from like the middle grader YA mm-hmm. shelf. So I read um, The Breadwinner, which was uh, the short what's it called um film short the like the animated short oh yeah won a a thing sure an academy award a few years ago Mm -hmm. the graphic novel was very good and very um very Mm heart-wrenching and then i also read another similar one when scars when stars are scattered which is about life in a refugee camp in somalia (laughs) no in kenya refugees from somalia very long but also very good and I have to give a shout-out to Suzanne Gladwell, my friend Susie from Bookstagram. Mm-hmm. I read her duology, Something Unexpected and Something in Between, or vice versa, and I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It was really good. It was somewhat of a rom- of a romance, but it had a lot of questions about religion and identity and kind of new adult stuff, mm-hmm. um, and it was really, really good. So I'd recommend cool. that one, too.
0: That's your list? Yes. Uh, we were supposed to do a commercial here. Do you have
1: your list? Yeah. You do the list
0: and then we'll do a Um, I've finished three titles oh. in 2022 so far. I'm right on track for my goal of 25. Um, we talked about Monk and Robot, number one, yes. I think, in our last episode. So I read number two, Prayer for the Crown Shy. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it. Didn't rock my world as much as the first one, but I'll see where that series goes. I read Comfort Me with Apples by Catherine Valente, who Kat- we know... D. Uh, more very, from right children's fiction kind of um did not really like it it was innovative in some ways and also very very kind of straightforward parable with not a lot to uh take out of it are you
1: gonna make me read it for the podcast or no
0: um i don't think i don't think we need to do a full segment on okay. you No. Know. um and then i read fake accounts by lauren oiler
1: you really did not like.
0: Became a hate read about like thirty three percent in, and I savored and every every minute that of that hate it. read, and it was all worth it because the twist at the end, which is pretty obvious early on, is just so sweet. I'll I'll spoil it for everyone out there. The main character, the protagonist, the first person narrator is just just brutal to listen to as a as a. You know, person who claims to be a super feminist, uh, super woke type person—it's just brutal. And um, early on, her boyfriend f- uh, dies, and she grapples with that and deals with it and becomes a worse person somehow by dealing with that tragedy. And then at the end, he pops up, and it turns out it was an artistic stunt, and he's been alive the whole time. And just having her—that land with her—is just just great. I gave it a D.
1: Um, I have read 23 books so far. I'm nine ahead of schedule for my goal. Where do you track books. all that? And right. I track that on Book Digit, B-O-O-K-D-I-G-I-T-S dot com. Hmm. Uh, it is a great place to track your um, books that you need to read. My to read list is now at 1,944 books. Um, I've made over a thousand ratings now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still on top of the all time points
0: And do we have an actual Uh, paid sponsorship
1: this week? We do. You need to make sure you check out the picture book, Where is Benji? by Roberto Jimenez. It is the perfect book if you or someone you know is expecting a new baby and you have older siblings at home. Uh, It's all about kind of some silly adventures of where the new baby is before he joins the family. We
0: have a couple of other advertising slots coming up, but they're going hot, (laughs) so... Get in now. Get in touch. Ads at BookDigits.com. Claim your week.
1: Um, do you want to just segue into the next ad,
0: or do you? Yeah, wanna? we've okay. we've talked about Screen Digits for I think a good year in terms of in a very theoretical sense, uh, but we launched officially to the open internet about a week ago. So um,
1: you can get to it from Book Digits if you already have a Book Digits account. gonna
0: tap at the if top. If you
1: didn't really give a shit about Book Digits, but you're like, oh, I'd like to track my TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Screen Digits. S C R E E N D I G I T S dot com. That's right. Uh, so you can go and make um, an account on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch tr- watch trailers. You can yep. see new movies coming out.
0: You can add you can set what your current channels are, meaning what services mm-hmm. do you subscribe to. Then everything on the on the site is based off of that going forward. So you'll see shows and movies kind of higher up. If they're in your channels, you can limit your recommendations to that. Your your watch list, all that kind of and stuff. And you
1: still have stats.
0: You got stats, Back on both yep. digits mm-hmm.
1: And one of the more interesting things, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple of interesting things. You can give out awards to, like, the different actors. I was going
0: to say, I think I built two killer features. I know there's a lot of competition in this space. I know IMDb covers, like, the data better than anyone else or you can. Or talk can. about the
1: awards? Or yeah, the, yeah. Okay, you, um, you can talk about
0: that. And, yeah, I know Letterboxd has, like, a very, you know, unique style and a good community for it. And that's all great. But, number one, I built Trailer Time, which mm-hmm. is trailers on shuffle mode, which is always something that I wanted. Which and was you just
1: click next, 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 right? A tool it's, it's where you can see
0: and you can filter on it as well. So this is again where I was saying. You can filter to say only show me trailers on channels I subscribe to, so yep. I don't have to waste my time with other stuff. You can say only show me new trailers, or go back to the beginning of time and show me trailers randomized for all the shows and movies in the database. Mm-hmm. I always wanted that, I built that The second thing was, and it seemed pretty obvious But I don't think any other sites do it Let me give out awards as if I was uh, You know, an academy mm-hmm. You know, on the board or something And so yeah, every time you create a rating um, You can do a full rating And you can give out three acting awards To anybody who's a named cast member On the, the movie or show You can give out a best performance, a worst performance Or a scene, scene, scene stealer
1: <laughs> I came up with that one Yeah um, I think one of the cooler things you can do hmm. is if you go to your channels, it will actually tell you which things you should drop as if your recommendations, don't. right? Yeah, it has sorry. channel recommendations. Go to yep. your recommendations. It will tell you you're not actually watching anything from this or you haven't in a while watched mm-hmm. anything from this this subscription service yep. or you have a bunch of stuff on your to watch list for this other subscription service so maybe you should add yep. this one so and
0: those services should really pay us to like promote that
1: but they don't right now it's fully independent it's there's not there's no supported. ads there's
0: no way to make money or <laughs> do anything on screen digits it's purely a uh, not-for-profit operation right now.
1: And it's 100% free. We will never charge you for any yeah, of our features. Yeah, all those features,
0: that's right. That's the big thing. You know, Letterboxd has the the streaming for channels. For books. Right. But you have to you have to put a credit card in for those.
1: Everything is included in your Getting yeah, really three. close to poking me
0: with that Sorry. pen. Sorry. <laughs>
1: um so our longer uh, take <sighs> for um, do you want to do short takes or longer takes first?
0: Um, I think we should do short takes and see where we're at.
1: Okay. Um Do you wanna start with Mighty Ducks? We'd only had a couple shows to talk about. Yeah,
0: I was gonna start with the two kids' movies first. Oh, Animal start with kids Mo- Animals in that. New York. Yeah. Um again, both of these I think I watched with my contact lenses out. So <laughs> just like with turning we, red, you can't really
1: We have been struggling with um family movies our son says yeah let's watch a family movie because mm. he knows that he can con us into watching tv with that yeah but then he just wants to watch youtube like truck unboxings yeah. so we've been struggling with movies that are tolerable to us yeah and are engaging enough that our son will watch it for more than 10 minutes so without going diff show diff show
0: yeah i tricked him into watching lyle lyle crocodile which you know the trailers from you know six eight months ago seemed cute enough yeah my only thought on this movie because th- we are going to keep some of these quick um is that i really 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 hope that shawn mendez's <laughs> agent like worked out this deal and the studio was like shawn we need you to record about 14 songs and we'll give you 14 million dollars For it but we're not going to tell you what This project is for <laughs> And it turns out that he's
1: A singing crocodile yeah, who cannot speak Can only right, sing that's, and that's can how can the, That's how the joke song.
0: works because <laughs> that's literally all Sean did Was record songs and I Yeah wanna, he
1: didn't have to do any voice acting work yeah. Just sing some covers yeah. Some originals and some covers we think, we think Very so. confusing um, Lyle was fine mm. um, What's her name? The mom in it
0: Um I'm which mom was that well, well the check screen did real quick boat. oh yeah um i didn't know what was her at first again i couldn't see that well but um uh, she
1: was like fine but the
0: <laughs> constance constance Wu. yeah
1: um the kid was pretty good
0: yeah javier bardem <laughs> as the magician guy like went pretty hard for him which is a it lot was,
1: it was fine it was a good family movie what was yeah. my review did i write a review for this one
0: Yes, you said cute and kept my toddler's attention without having too many scary scenes. It had a lot of the same beats as Paddington, including the grumpy neighbor being the villain, but with the fun addition of pop music. Yeah, that's kind. I of, gave it a B minus.
1: That's kind of my review for um, Clifford as well. It's the mm-hmm. same exact setup of like um, the the animal that really shouldn't be in an apartment in New York City, yeah, and the like slightly. Um, dysfunctional family mm-hmm. and like the the outcast kid who needs a needs a friend um and
0: food stamp as a nickname that that cut me real deep no in this way
1: one she's on food stamps in that apartment
0: it was confusing because yeah right the mom was struggling but clearly wasn't struggling that much but just that the bully Huge went off went with food stamp is because she was on scholarship, scholarship. they explained yeah. later on but that's a brutal nickname
1: um Mr. Mr. Popper's Penguin Oh gosh, yeah, we forgot about that one too
0: That was a bizarre film Same
1: kind of vibe, but really weird I don't... Jim Carrey was very odd in it Yeah At least in Clifford and in Lyle When, like, an average person on the street saw Either a singing crocodile or a talking... Or, or a large red dog. People oh were concerned.
0: The character. No the, one. My favorite part of Popper's Penguins is is the mother character, and you have the the pretty typical trope of like separated family, and maybe this the magical angry teenager, right? Maybe this magical opportunity is going to bring the parents back together. And I was like, no, the mom's going to walk in and be like, why are there fucking penguins where I'm having my children sleep tonight? She was
1: like, oh, for once you actually did something good. You brought wild penguins <laughs> into or your, you're part your penthouse. She was
0: constantly on board with it all the time.
1: And it was um, McCarthy's husband who was the nosy neighbor in this one. Uh, what was
0: McCarthy's husband? He was?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, yes, you're it wrong was. about that. Yes, he no. was. No, it was the guy from, no, you're wrong about that.
1: I think I'm right.
0: No, um, the uh, you had the guy talk about the zoo, the zoo bit being the villain. That, oh, that was super that funny about yeah, that. The, yeah, the
1: the villain was the guy who wanted to bring the penguins to the zoo and to send some of them out for like a breeding captive breeding yeah. program.
0: So that was Nat Jones, who's like the. I still Marvel don't guy. remember Jeffrey Tambor Ever being in that movie So this was the neighbor Are you sure? was David Krumholtz Who I think is the guy Kid from the Santa Claus Oh yeah. in my no, head, Not the kid The elf In yeah.
1: my head I was picturing him As um Yeah McCarthy's husband I don't know his name okay. Um that one was weird Do not watch Mr. Popper's Penguins I did not enjoy that Clifford and Lyle are fine Our kid loved Mr. Popper's Penguins Because there were yeah. just penguins In situations oh, right, where I they could, shouldn't well, have I wasn't allowed to
0: watch the Super Bowl Because he was complaining yes. And uh, He just thought it was hilarious
1: thing. To see penguins in places Where they weren't supposed we're to We're the people show.
0: who like The networks are like Analyzing their data For ba- expanded cable And they're like Well Thirteen people watched Popper's Penguins <laughs> Instead of the Super Bowl What does that mean How can we extrapolate that uh,
1: Our kid thought the penguins Were funny That's why Oh god Um Journey to Bang Bang was one of the more fun ones that we, we watched with that. him. We yep. talked about um, that. Lightyear, he couldn't even get past the first scene. I watched mm. it. It was basically just Star Trek. Mm. Um, it was. I was fine. coding
0: while we watched it. I think
1: it was fine. Um, it was not what I expected. It was not a kids' movie. It mm. was like an adult animated have movie. Not a theme for
0: Pixar. Yeah.
1: Um, Hocus Pocus Two. Didn't see it. I don't even remember. Oh, it was okay. You said it was okay. It was okay.
0: Yeah, I remember that being. Your it was game. all right.
1: Um, Marcus watched this on as far reasons. as i I didn't. I didn't do it.
0: I'll check. Um, so we're on to um.
1: Oh, Lost City. You did not watch that one with me, mm-hmm. Channing Tatum and um. Sandra Bullock. Mm. I think I get her and Julie Roberts I'm confused sometimes. Mm. Um, that was very strange. It was all right. It was watchable. I appreciate that Channing Tatum was again just like his kind of um. What are they? A himbo okay you know yeah he's just like kind of dumb and pretty yeah um and then they end up having a little bit more depth than that it's kind of funny she's like a romance writer and then gets kind of trapped in one of her own stories essentially
0: yeah
1: uh it was alright. it was kind of strange um which one were you going to talk about next
0: my ducks were we getting back
1: to oh you people was the one i was gonna say
0: you people oh gosh yeah (laughs) that was bad I really did not enjoy that. No, I stopped experience. watching it
1: like 10 minutes in and just like played on my own. I'm, wa-
0: I'm reading a book right now, Game Changers. I think that's what it's called. Um, and it's like, it's a, it's, it's like grappling with whiteness. And like, I can appreciate that as a theme. And in the book, I think it's actually working quite well. Like the whole, the whole strategy of this movie, I disliked the mm-hmm. whole approach, mm-hmm. the sense of humor. I disliked the flow, the, acting
1: there just wasn't much there for me there wasn't a lot of chemistry to be rooting for them the ending was just really screwed up the they oh over they overthought the entire like engagement and everything was like really overdone and then at the end spoilers i guess they just like throw them a surprise wedding even though they've been broken no up? one's
0: dre- they're not dressed for it. no yeah. um i enjoyed eddie murphy's performance actually that was the highlight of my the movie for me was him not letting himself be funny yeah i really enjoyed that actually he was
1: actually a good serious but i actor. really
0: think that the movie so it was written by Jonah and um, I I should actually look up who it is Uh, but I believe it's the also writer of who did things like Girls Trip and that kind of stuff Um,
1: I thought I also was annoyed at just like how um, formulaic and tropey it was in some ways because like they had one parent like both sets of parents were problematic and that's part of what was supposed to be kind of like funny or dramatic is that the parents were equally judgmental in different ways um and Julia Louise Dreyfus was pretty good, I think, as like the overbearing Jewish mother. Yeah. And then you had Eddie Murphy as the um like very protective black fa- father. Yeah. But then like they didn't even talk about the black mother or the Jewish father. Right. Like they like they couldn't handle no, they all had
0: one They like couldn't things, handle yeah. the
1: story. Like yeah, they were very one. Kenya
0: Barris, creator of Blackish, uh, so wrote this and directed it with Jonah. Uh, cheaper by the coming dozen to coming to America too. Ronald the Dolls the Witches. Didn't people hate that movie? Wasn't it offensive? I don't know. Oh. Um oh, I'm gonna watch that Astronomy Club. I didn't know that they were involved in that. Um so to me it felt like Jonah and I already forgot their Kenya. name, sorry. Kenya were like, Let's do a project <laughs> together and like it, they treated it almost like a like a workshop type thing, yeah. and they're like, "Here's what we came up with," and it would have been like, "Okay, that's fine. We don't need to go make that now."
1: Yeah, I think it's. Um, we
0: explored some interesting themes, but we don't need to go make like that. kind of like
1: when you have two authors write a book mm-hmm. and like it just doesn't Did quite feel mesh. like that to me. Yeah, I read um or I listened to this book, "Punching in the Air" recently with had, which had E. B. Boy who wrote um, actively poking me now. Um, the one we didn't like. Did you ever read that one? Mm-hmm. Um, the Pride and Prejudice like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. that's E. B. Boy and then it was also one of the central park five yeah um you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. that they wrote this story together about um in incarcerated a wrongly incarcerated um black young man
0: because and of elf every time i hear central park five i picture the <laughs> rangers there i feel like it's a really problematic thing in yeah. my head
1: um but that was a book that like parts of it were really definitely worked for me and other parts i was like that does just not go with the last chapter like there were segments that i was like mm-hmm. this was like something that the incarcerated person wrote and yeah. then this was something that the ya yeah. person too many cooks in.
0: in the kitchen just yeah i can never i could never imagine imagine writing something with anyone else
1: you don't think we could write a book together let's do it okay
0: um let's just start doing it on the podcast every week as an okay. audiobook just like
1: first there was a like that kind of book yeah
0: <laughs> finished each other's sandwiches
1: yeah um podcasts mm. um uncharted or do you want me to take one i have a couple
0: yeah uncharted was was a fine viewing thing well, that's
1: what i thought it would be i think
0: still think the casting was just set that movie back i get why yeah. they thought they wanted to do like a young uh so- nathan drake or whatever but i don't think it worked and um yeah, it was not memorable.
1: It was fine. It was kind of. Yeah, if I you want to talk right. about the physics of jumping
0: out of the airplane on the cars?
1: It, it's fun in a video game to mm-hmm. do a scene like that because it's ridiculous. But you're like, it's fun to play. Yeah. Watching a movie, you're just like, this is ludicrous. Yeah. I was going to ask why there's been is it because Witcher was a success. Like, why has there been so many like Yeah. Let's take an adventure video game and put it right. into. Right. They're a, just
0: searching for new avenues the of last material. Of us
1: the Last of Us. Are people talking, talking about that? I can't tell. Even my mom was like, "What's that?" Was she called the, the Last or something?
0: Us of use of last or
1: something. Us <laughs> of last, I think. Um,
0: I gave it a C plus.
1: Did I actually write a no? no.
0: Um,
1: last of Us. I'm, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure the Nick Offerman, um, not a bottle episode. I just the don't see
0: what it could what it could do that could make me go oh. Supposedly,
1: mm-hmm. it's just literally aside from the Nick Offerman episode, like play by play with a video game, and Uncharted like had. I actually appreciated that Uncharted gave some backstory and mm-hmm. some just like vibes of the video game and some actual scenes from the video game. The video game. It seems like Uncharted is literally just doing a play, but like a live action play by play of the mm-hmm. video game. I don't know. I we also didn't love The Last of Us as a video game as much as some people did. No, so, definitely not. Um, wasn't that the one where you always had to climb on rafts and the ladders yeah. and the flashlights and right. stuff. Um, Anyways, um, yeah. I had two other ones. Mm-hmm. Cinderella with um, Camus wow, Cabello.
0: Wow, you, so, you had so many thoughts the about It was a journey for one. me.
1: This was another one that <laughs> I, I... hate
0: this movie. I hate this movie. Oh, okay. I see what they did. Oh, okay. Well, wow, I'm really into this now. Oh, my God.
1: Yes, that's... I mean, that's a bit of an offensive um, reenactment. But completely but accurate But as it's well. pretty accurate t- tone, like, content-wise. Mm-hmm. I put another one I put on for our child to hopefully just be quiet for a little while mm-hmm. because I thought he would like the songs. Um, At first, I was like, the fuck is this nonsense? It was very strange. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kind of like Lyle Crocodile, and that. There were some original songs and some covers, and I struggled to tell which was which. (laughs) And there was, like, a lot of just inexplicable dancing and stuff. And then I ended up really liking it. Um, The Prince is going to be prince henry in the red white and royal blue the movie or show Mm -hmm. or whatever and i actually really liked his acting and even in this very campy movie so i'm excited yes i'm excited for him in in that um it just once i just accepted like the absolutely bonkers tone of the movie Mm -hmm. i was like this is actually kind of interesting um they did what very few like Re 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 adaptations have done lately, which has actually like changed it a little bit. They actually gave um, Adina Menzel, the the evil stepmother. Mm-hmm. They actually gave her like a backstory that kind of made sense. Not not that it justifies like trauma, but it mm-hmm. or abuse, but you could absolutely see where she was coming from and that she was just trying to protect her girls. Mm-hmm the the ending i was like there's no way they're going to be able to sort this ending the ending actually made sense that it, it honored all of the characters in a much more modern like feminist way without feeling like it didn't fit in the medieval type story mm-hmm. um and i think i was never a huge fan of the rogers and hammerstein like brandy movie that mm-hmm. a lot of people grew up on i think this was actually a decent like update of that like that one there was tons of really weird singing and dancing yep so this one had the same kind of weird vibe of not not quite as bad as Jason Alexander
0: <laughs> leading
1: like a dance troupe, but yep. um, I don't know. I had heard it was terrible. I wasn't. I kind of gave up on watching it. Only put it on to see if my kid would like it, and then yeah, the first at least twenty minutes, I was like, this is horrible, and I was kind of hate watching it. Mm-hmm. And then it grew on me. the The ball. Some of the dancing. Oh my the god, I came back incredible. in and she was like,
0: Oh my god, you miss you missed this ball. It was really it was cool. Just, the way they did this ball. It was just you
1: you compared it to the in sync, um like
0: drag, drag show we, we mm-hmm. went to.
1: Um where it's like they kind of kept loyal to the original material but communicated through pop songs. Mm-hmm. Uh it was similar to that. I don't know. If you've watched it or plan to watch it, please let me know what you think because I just like have completely lost any semblance of whether I liked it or not, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was worth watching at the very least. Okay, the last one I was going to talk about, how are we doing? Do you want me to save it because it's going to be a long one?
0: What was it? Um, I think you could bore the people with it at this okay. point. If they're, um, yeah, they some of them already tuned out, so
1: andor let's talk andor
0: andor. <laughs> it's um, funny, the
1: Star Wars uh TV show, I watched it in December.
0: I we saw a great thread that was like Star Wars fans are super burnt out And bored by the Expanded Universe Andor was actually pretty good But no one even remembers anymore Because they're so burnt out on all of it
1: I think because I have Skipped over a lot of the Expanded Universe stuff mm-hmm. I still had some bandwidth For Andor You
0: didn't see Quasimodo with Ewan what? McGregor huh? Quinn Jong-win, what's his name? Obi-Wan Kenobi Kenobi?
1: I never watched Obi-Wan Kenobi I never watched that weird Han Solo movie that time I
0: successfully got you to stop watching the Mandalorian I never watched the
1: rest of the Mandalorian Mm -hmm. so I have not consumed a ton of Star Wars content I never watched any of the Clone Wars like the animated Star Wars stuff Mm -hmm. so we were getting rid of Disney Plus I was trying to figure out
0: down to the wire oh man that was a stressful week it
1: was because we didn't know exactly the date and I was sick and we couldn't get access in that hotel when I was sick the whole thing um so I was like, what else did I want to watch on Disney Plus before we at least temporarily get rid of it? And I was like, everyone's been talking about Andor. I don't have a good TV show I'm in the middle of right now. I'm just going to put it on. First episode, I was kind of like, okay, it's just Star wars vibes, but I'm kind of bored. Uh, second episode, when they start to set up the heist and they introduce the character of Val, I was like, okay, I can like see how this is going to be like, a heisty movie or a TV arc similar to the first Star Wars, almost, like, the original mm-hmm. one where it's, like, they have to, like, destroy the thing to, to, to save the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And then that was fine. And then there was, like, it was a little weird. And then they just kept this, this one guy, the Imperial Guard guy, just, we get it. He, like, he, he's all about duty and he hates his mom. <laughs> like, they just had so many scenes. Like, we needed one five-minute mm-hmm. scene to set up his character. Mm-hmm. And they gave us, like, like... 12 five-minute scenes each episode to set up his character i think they were just like trying to remind us about him because he kind of comes back in the end Mm -hmm. but man they really overdid that and same with the mon moth of the senator stuff i never cared it in the prequels about all the senators and the senate and all that and so much stuff about the senate and oh i'm trying to to channel money to the rebels but i don't want to get caught and it was just like over and over Mm -hmm. so there were some things that like i felt like they just had to like add time mm-hmm. and like keep reminding you of some of the the like f plots yep but the main arcs were actually pretty well done there's the, the first arc is like the heist thing the second arc is um this prison arc that just like blew my mind Andy Circus was incredible mm-hmm. um it was and just it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, and every I,
0: time they were in that scene, I was always watching a little bit out of the corner. Of right? eye, like, what's going on here? Was the floor the floor's Break, lava. Those ones. Yeah, I liked Prison Break. Um
1: the, yeah, the floor's lava. Um, so that whole thing was really well done. I, I read some interesting takes about how even though it was like very, very fictional uh, uh sci fi, mm-hmm. uh it was actually very accurate to what it's like living in like a police state and and being wrongfully incarse- incarcerated and, mm-hmm. and what it's like to be a prisoner and etc. It was actually fairly accurate to that. And then the last arc is like the true rebellion. Um, and it, it got me. It is one of the, uh, as I wrote in my screen digits review, it's one of the only TV shows or even movies recently that has gotten me to like put down all of their devices mm-hmm. and like a hundred percent watch it. So I don't miss what's going on mm-hmm. because it, it was, like, that engaging. Like, it... It Aside from the stupid... Every time that, that stupid Imperial guy came out, I, like, checked my phone. But, um... I would say, like, you know, 85% of the episode, mm-hmm. I would be, like, actually engaged with it and watching it and not, like, tuning out. It was... It really kept my attention. It was really compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish it had been, like, a three-part miniseries. Mm-hmm. Like, three movies almost. Like, hour and a half, hour and a half, hour and a half. Because I think they did have to have some filler to make the episodes, like, long enough to be a full episode. Mm-hmm. There was, like, eight episodes or ten episodes even though there was, like, a th- like ma- three main arcs. Right. So I think it actually would have been more cohesive to have, like, the intro and the first heist thing and then have the second part be, like, the prison stuff and the third part be, like, how everything all comes together at the well, end. Oh, you
0: did have a lot of thoughts about this.
1: Told you. Um, so I didn't I'm not going to say it's, like, my favorite show ever. I don't think I'll, like, mm-hmm. re-watch it anytime soon. Um, someday I might make you watch it if you liked the prison arc because it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest uh, gripe with it is that I think a decent amount of, amount of it relied on you knowing what happens in Rogue One, and I don't really remember that movie. Mm-hmm. Most of what I remember is that everyone dies in the end, and it was so depressing I said I would yep. never watch it again. So I don't really want to re-watch it mm-hmm. because I remember how depressing it was. But I do think the show would have been more affecting if I had remembered what happened. Mm. Maybe not. I kind of hate fatalistic things when it's like he's going through all of this only to like yeah. perish in the end. But the whole point of Rogue One was that Star Wars never would have happened if they didn't have the, the plans from Rogue One. Right. So I guess he never would have been in Rogue One if he didn't go through this whole arc with Andor. So it definitely was building up to like how he became one of the top members of the Resistance.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm but I'm right here with you, babe.
1: But I didn't really remember Rogue One. Yep. Anyways, it was worth watching. I can't speak to some of the other Star Wars things that have come out, but um, it surprised me. I kind of thought I was gonna watch one, one or two episodes and give up on it, like I did with She-Hulk. Um, and once like they got into the High Stark, I was like, okay, I need to see where this, where what happens mm-hmm. with this. And once he got sent to prison, I was like, oh, I need to see what happens with this. Like, it definitely kept me coming back for more. Okay. and there will be no other season because we already know what happens. He dies.
0: Love okay. it. So it was nothing better than a than a miniseries. <laughs> than really contained. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It
1: already had to be a miniseries, so I don't see why they didn't just make it mm-hmm. part one, part two, part three. Especially because it came out like episode at a time too. Yeah. Like I feel like if we're gonna have weird episode lengths of things and stuff, like why not play around with the genre even more? If it's not gonna be on a TV like channel and you have to fit it in for commercials and whatever, why not do three arcs? And love have to a be a mini-series.
0: They need to get you into Hollywood.
1: I am available for consultation mm-hmm. at any time. I would love to be flown out somewhere away from my child for a few days <laughs> and then come back. Um, I'm available. Okay. And if you want more of my lengthy thoughts, mm-hmm. um, check out Screen Digits. Yep. Same, screen, same username for me. We I have SSO
0: Single Sign-On. You can create a new account if Single Sign-On. <laughs> yes, this is true.
1: <laughs> I was making a joke about the Twitter thing—the two-factor identification. They're going to make you. Yeah. They're going to charge you if you want two-factor. Oh really? Yes. No. And now Meta's rolling out something similar. Where yeah. They're going to charge you if you. Ha- I was just making a joke. Um,
0: we don't offer or force you to do two-factor authentication. If your password's stolen, tough. Get a new account.
1: And people are probably just just don't use the same password as something else. I don't know yeah. why they would want to steal your your book review data. Um, have we taken too long to do? I think we can do this one pretty quick.
0: What? I don't know. We th- What about... What about Mighty Ducks and do we have another whole list oh, of I those? Oh, I forgot about
1: Mighty Ducks. No, that was my last one. I think... I don't know. Do your Mighty Ducks and I think we can do the, the movie pretty quick.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay, if he Our starts crying in the middle of it... Oh, my God. There's other things we could be doing, babe. Um... <laughs> Okay, Mighty Ducks, a fantastic pilot. I will go back and probably mm-hmm. watch the pilot of Mighty Ducks Game Changers, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch it again in like three years from now and be like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, love the kids acting. Love the... You kind love of-
1: that little kid, the shabby oh, yeah. little kid.
0: Yeah. Uh, love the setup in terms of the kind of flipping the Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks to the be villain. the villains. Mm-hmm. Love that. And once it got to the end of that one and they're like, our team is going to be called the Don't Bothers... And I was like, no! I was like, no! That's that's not right. That's not a good team name. That doesn't fit with how good the rest of this pilot was, and basically the whole series just went downhill from yeah, there.
1: Yeah, it seems like they had a great pitch for like a not even an SNL skip, but just like a short like yeah. uh, maybe even just like a movie. I don't know. They had like a great
0: pitch of like, Nick what if right
1: the Mighty Ducks end up getting so good and so popular they become the right. villains? But then they didn't really have it. And I to loved, it.
0: I loved the early Emilio stuff. When uh, about the cake and him running, the yes. the the ice center, but not allowing any hockey. Like that was great. I wish almost they had stretched out his curmudgeon face. Yeah, and instead they sent him up to be
1: in love with Laura. Yeah,
0: Lye. yeah.
1: Um, Lord, what's her name? Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. Uh, I liked the parts of her trying to coach and not knowing how to coach. That was good stuff. And hear. then once they turned her into like the evil coach. Yeah. And then like, for a half
0: hour show, there was just too many ups and downs per episode. Yes, it was not very. And consistent. then they had like the fan service episode where they brought back the unfamous. And I
1: never really remembered the first one. A little one, bit I'm awkward. Um, and the one person who got famous didn't come back. Is that right?
0: josh yeah i mean i I don't even know if i would call him famous anymore the
1: more well-known the most well-known of them didn't
0: yeah and like the kid actors were fine but like the team like was terrible like half of them didn't know how to skate like the the way that things play out is just absurd
1: yeah even for a
0: so as a kid's show maybe but it disappointed me in the end not uh, not gonna watch season season two i gave it a c plus overall
1: Alright We I think Can fit in one longer segment uh, In honor of Valentine's Day Sure We watched Not for Valentine's Day We watched a little while ago um, Bros mm-hmm. By Billy Eichner We did not see it in theaters We have not seen It made in theaters. just
0: will tell you this $14.8 million at the box office On a $22 million budget Hopefully he's getting some money from Well they can't show Having it, it streamed Because it was released Just in late 2022 And, not and was in that already many theaters, on I don't think. Peacock
1: Um well you can't make any money in china right that's where most of the superhero movies make all their money Mm -hmm. back these days um it was the most billy eichner thing that i've ever seen it definitely had his his um brand all over it um it
0: has his brand but here's i'll give my quick little my little take here it was like i feel like every creative person has one has one auto project i'll call it and, like, this book I was talking about that I hated, like, I'm sure if you ask this this author, she'll say it was not autobiographical, blah, 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 blah. Okay. you have Everyone has one project where they have a notebook, and I have one as well, where you jot down random shit from your life, and mm-hmm. you're like, this is going to fit somewhere. And then you work on the project, and you dump it into that. Mm-hmm. I, n- I know it well, because I'm working on a project where I am doing all the dumping from the list I've kept since I was, like, 13 years old. Yeah. Uh, You can tell that was the case with Billy here. He, like, holds nothing back in terms of his own opinions, I feel like. His worldview. His worldview, his own insights into his own, like, fragility. And, yeah, that's that's a good word for it. And so I think he accomplished what he set out to do. I'm guessing this is all just theorizing. I think he accomplished uh, building a movie around his philosophy, kind of, and his worldview, like you said. Was it a super enjoyable movie every beat of the way? Not necessarily, but I salute him for for finishing the project and getting it out there, I'll say.
1: I thought you meant auto-project in that, like, <clears throat> if someone were to come up to you and say, like, you have one movie you mm-hmm. can publish or one book yeah. you can publish, I think it works in that way, too, whereas I think if you, um, like, Chris Colfer, Struck by Lightning, that movie. Mm-hmm. That was, like, his... That he wanted to produce since mm-hmm. forever. Had it half done. And when he had enough fame, he was like, I want to make this. Mm-hmm. I think I have, for sure, one one book on the back burner of my head. Mm-hmm. That if someone was like, I will... You can make this a movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What movie do you want to make? That's the one I would pick. Like, yep. the one that you always have in the back of your head that's not quite done. Mm-hmm. Or it, it didn't quite get as far as you wanted it to with, with publishing or whatever. So, yeah. I think that's what this felt like for me was, like, his... I don't know what's the phrase for that. Not like dream project, but like your, like, just pet project
0: kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh no, there's a word for it. You know I well, mean? Vanity project is the term that's typically used. Vanity project picture though
1: as being like I want to win an award and I want to make myself yeah, yeah, yeah. look good. Okay. This anyway, um, I f- I'd call
0: it a heart project.
1: Yeah. I think it was, um, it accomplished being a traditional rom com with a. Just very homosexual,
0: right? Cast, which was rom-com. one of the goals, right? So to I think that was what invert some of the tropes, but also not, but but doing it all from a gay yes. lens. So
1: you're it. It still hit a lot of the same beats of a traditional rom com,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but it was just two gay characters having gay sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I feel like for someone who probably grew up watching rom coms and not seeing yourself in rom coms, this was definitely like a self insert fantasy mm-hmm. rom com, like mary sue almost of just like i'm gonna take some of the rom-coms i tro- tropes that i that i grew up watching mm-hmm. and i'm gonna insert myself and my cast of friends and my dream man into it
0: i mean his character's name is bobby liber and his real name is billy eichner yeah
1: um so i um
0: i think go ahead. this maybe this is offensive you tell me it seems fucking exhausting to be gay Single and gay, I should say.
1: Single and gay and you have anxiety.
0: I just mean in terms of, like, the the app part of it and the clubbing part of it. Like, that's he's like a middle... Not a middle-aged man, but he's like an old dude in this movie. And, like, he's having to participate in this stuff. I'd be fucking exhausted. I mean, they, they, that's part
1: of the point of the movie, too. He gets really tired of, like, the hookups yeah. and the clubs and stuff. Um, I think that my, where the movie was a little downfall a, a bit of a downfall of the movie for me was because I think Billy was in it and writing it someone needed to come in and say okay you need to cut like 20% of 20% of your rants like he had yeah. a lot of like Billy was on the my street favorite rant, Billy on the street type rants that just for me went on like two minutes too long like yeah. they, they had good points they 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 were funny and witty and and a, a good way to progress the plot forward. Hmm. <laughs> um, but they, they were a few too many of them, and they were a little bit too long each. I found my eyes kind of glazing over like three quarters of the way through each of his ramps mm-hmm. when you could tell he was just... Ramping up still And I was like Okay you've I been was annoyed by the minutes.
0: Generational ones Like he had a good Quip about Like I My generation had AIDS And you guys had Glee Or something Yeah I enjoyed that one I was curious about that When When is the AIDS crisis Like date,
1: dated? 80s It was Reagan See, Who really was
0: So he would have been You know 9 to 12 years old I felt mm, But
1: His uh, I think it's less about whether hit, he was in the age crisis and more mm. about that generation. He still would have been within the generation of young people. That's gay what I'm people. debating. I don't know. That it's the lost generation in some ways in terms of gay mm. folks because like they lost an entire I just think of it as like someone like bracket. 10
0: to 20 years older than him. Anyways, it's it's not it's a it's a quibble.
1: He also might have been tr- playing a little bit older right, in the that's movie. Fair,
0: that's fair. Um I could have had 20 more of the roundtable scenes. Those were great, though. <laughs> With Dot Marie yeah. and Jim Rash and Miss Lawrence and to Madison. That and group was fun.
1: And a great way to be a little bit more intersectional because it was a very white, cis, gay guy-focused <laughs> Lincoln movie. Lincoln was bisexual.
0: Um, I want the whole of bisexual. My
1: biggest issue is, I think, in some ways, it was too true to a real rom-com mm-hmm. in that, like... There was the miscommunication oh trope God, that Oh, God, the I parent hate.
0: scenes. I just... I was ready to turn it off. We didn't watch it in two nights, right? And uh, when the parent scenes and him just, like, digging the hole so deep, I was just like, oh, yeah. My God. Yeah, so it
1: had a lot of the miscommunication trope and, like, the uh, romance things that are just not fun to watch, no matter whether they're gay, straight, or whatever. And it also... They didn't quite have enough chemistry mm-hmm. to sell it for me. Like... <laughs> In, if you're watching a romance You want to be like I don't care what they have to do They need to be together yeah. Similar with you people in some ways mm-hmm. With this one I was just like I don't really care if they're right. together or not In this one I was they like had I thought they should probably cube. break up Yeah no
0: they definitely should have broken up And stayed broken up My other annoyance in this movie Was the chocolatier subplot mm. Where like There's a lot of like overt jokes About Hallmark movies Yeah Which apparently is because Luke well, McFarlane Yeah you know.
1: He's a Hallmark person
0: Um but like that's a hallmark plot is like oh i should quit my job and make chocolates all day like yeah. no this movie was filmed in new york city you are gonna starve to yeah. death if you do this
1: but you won't even be able to afford the ingredients for your chocolate. no but,
0: um
1: i did appreciate his like i've fallen into this career and i don't really like it even though i'm successful at it yeah vibe um i thought that he was going to get somebody to bequeath money because he was a he was a last will and testament Correct. lawyer and i thought that was going to be the plot line yeah i don't know um i thought it was worth watching it's it was no better or worse than a, the deborah messing scenes were funny i still i've <laughs>
0: never seen a scene of of will and grace but i did enjoy that
1: um i think it was no better or worse than a lot of the other rom-coms we've watched recently so i think if you like rom-coms it's worth a shot mm-hmm. um I would say maybe don't watch it with your parents. Um, mm. Not for the gay stuff, just there's a lot of sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not have wanted to watch it with my mom, I don't think. Mm. Um, but I could say that about a lot of <laughs> romance things. I definitely would not want to watch Bridgerton with my mom either, or my grandma. Um, okay. So yeah, that's our Valentine's Day recommendation. Like, watch it if you want to, I guess. <laughs> I would be interested, like you said, if this was kind of his like pet project or Project from the Heart... I would be interested in seeing what other movies Billy Agner could come up come come up with now that he's gotten like some of this out of the way. If that makes sense, like you said, yeah. like some of his right. like saved up stories and yeah. rants. Now that he's gotten those out of the way, I would be interested in seeing like his next project mm-hmm. where he can um like narrow it down a little bit more right. and make it a little bit more uh, cohesive. Yeah, so I'd definitely be interested in like seeing his next next project.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I have a few upcoming things, and then we we'll finally boy. let you be. Well, if we only do one every month, <laughs> it can be twi- like half as twice as long. Um, What's coming up, babe? Ted Lasso season say, three. Oh yeah, Ted Lasso season three. Um, I also want to watch Shrinking while we're at it.
0: Mm-hmm. While you're at Apple, yourself While
1: we while mm-hmm. we do a free trial for Apple or add back Apple, um. We have started two new TV shows. Neither of them have yeah, really stuck. stop penning me. Neither of them have really stuck yet. No. Um, we started Reservation Dogs. Uh huh. I've watched the first episode twice now, and we haven't <laughs> watched any more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, White Lotus. We started the White Lotus. Yeah. Whatever. Um,
0: We're technically already like eighteen percent done with that. Love one, that. So. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so it intrigued me so far
0: it intrigued it intrigued me but there i also lot hated like every scene but i enjoyed the show okay, so you're far
1: supposed to hate all the characters yeah. um i don't have high hopes for it because i'm not like a murder mystery kind of person mm-hmm.
0: let's say our guess is right now so all we know is that the only person that we know for sure that survived is fran i'll call him from girls slash the office that guy
1: and his wife is nowhere to be seen
0: Right, so the obvious one would be that she's the dead one That's not going to happen, that would be too obvious
1: I think it's the guy that was talking The ma- the manager of the hotel I think You think the dies. manager dies?
0: Yeah. Um, he's the
1: only other main character The, would, really the other die. thought would
0: be the dad Because he's True uh, But that would be too obvious as well I, think,
1: I the, think the autistic son would be too sad to kill him off
0: He's supposed to be autistic? I thought he just had annoying sisters
1: She said he was stimming
0: Oh, I don't know what that one means
1: Oh, stimming is like, um like when people fidget,
0: Oh, it's gotcha. like an
1: autistic turn. Or a, I had
0: an idea of who her. I thought was dying, dead, and I couldn't, can't remember now.
1: I just liked Lonnie the most. Lonnie, the girl who went into labor and was pretending. Oh she yeah, her she plot was, the was fun.
0: Part. Yeah, I, I had know Jennifer a
1: Coolidge doesn't die because I know she's in season two.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. I don't know. Okay.
1: I have no idea. We haven't watched enough yet, so I, I don't have super high hopes for it. Mm. I'm also reading. Um, the Illuminaries by, um, what's her name? It's like Super Eleanor Catton. Caton. Sure. I started reading it when we were in New Zealand and it's based in New Zealand and it's like New Zealand Gold Rush. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like 300 pages in and it's like a very slow murder mystery so far. Oh I don't like murder mysteries. Um,. So, anyways, Reservation Dogs, I think was funny. I think you laughed at quite a bit of it, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't like super, super excited to, to see what happened next. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good short show for us to watch, and we there's not that, that many seasons. But um, our child is, aside from now, is he okay? Um, mm. is never lets us watch TV anymore. So yeah. we'll see how far we ever get into anything. Um, other upcoming right. things yeah, I have. Let's go. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret by G uh-huh. Bloom. I was never a huge Judy Bloom kid. I was a little too young for it, I think. Yeah. In more early 80s. But Rachel McAdams is the hot mom. Right. It, so That's,
0: I was going to say, I'll I knew. That. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I don't know how I feel about the Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher, <laughs> um, Jesse Williams one. Mm. Your Place or Mine. Mm. Um, I'll probably watch it sometime when I'm bored, but I don't have super high hopes for it.
0: Man, we turned on uh, f- uh No Strings Attached, and like. <clears throat> I remember watching that movie and being like okay that was fine like the final speech that he gives terrible. i won't let go
1: <laughs> terrible so cheesy oh god um Morning
0: glory was still amazing yeah still good that was the double feature that day. see then
1: i think you're like shrinking it's like curmudgeon uh, curmudgeonly harrison okay. ford in it um although i don't always like what's his face who's the other guy in shrinking
0: mm, the how i ford? met your mother guy shrinking
1: the um this, this jason siegel jason siegel. yeah he's
0: hit or miss for me
1: um poker face i don't know why i wrote down poker face i don't think i'm gonna watch it um yeah. natasha leon and yeah. ryan i don't really Rian get Johnson. her i like her i liked her in um orange is the new black but again it's like a that one's like an
0: episodic mm, that's det- where she's from
1: that one's like a detective like um case of the week kind of show right. which it even says it right in the, the description it's like we're not even gonna thing. try to hide this thing. To be my thing and Proud Family, I used to watch that one. I'm sure you didn't watch it. Proud it's family. a cartoon. It was like Kim Possible kind of era. Yeah. Um, they're they're back with Louder and Prouder, uh-huh. and I would definitely watch that with Leo. But we'll have to get Disney Plus back. Okay. I think I don't say that's it, but that was a lot of content. So Boy. if you kept up with any of that, um, thank you. Please let us know if you have thoughts on anything that we've um talked about. The best way to let us know your thoughts would be to make a screen digits account. Sure. And uh, let argue, us know, with us, yeah. argue with us. Argue with us. I would love that. Um,
0: eighty five minutes, one take. This is how we roll. Tight
1: eighty five, as they say.
0: We'll see you. In the third quarter of twenty twenty
1: three, we'll see you sometime if you are still following. We're gonna talk about
0: Severance soon, folks. Oh we watched God. it about a year ago. We're just
1: really trying to get them to come back for more. Like we're just gonna tease Severance. When's Severance and season and two
0: and coming out? Let's it. check Screen Digits for that.
1: Are we gonna have Apple TV so what we can hate watch that?
0: I said I wasn't going I, to I watch it. I don't think it. I would
1: either. Mm. I don't think I would. I was so mad. Oh, I'll keep. I'll try to keep. Well, it to still myself, only says
0: one <laughs> season. As, oh, it has a season two listed. No dates yet.
1: All right. Well, don't sign me up. Peace out. Thanks. Bye.
0: Be well.